What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, Big Brother, Jerry Larson, and Scott Panza. We are finally back after two weeks, the three of us all on one. It's great to see your faces. We got video. We got everything. This is like the full deal. Yeah. We haven't had this in a long time. I'm not. Last time I was in a Taco Bell parking lot in the middle of nowhere, Florida, I think was the last time all three of us were together. This is true. Let that sink in, folks. So... <laughs> The, Did you uh, have Taco Bell when you were there? That's the question. Yeah, and I ended up getting Taco Bell, and I had a Mountain Dew, much like I'm having right now. And of I'm course. Vikings everything. Uh, I had a Vikings polo on today when I met all the neighbors, so everyone in this neighborhood now knows where I stand. How Got are the neighbors, neighbors Micah? Average great. age. Average age? Oh, man. Over under 57 and a half. Under. Okay, that's good. All right. That's good. They, yeah. They're like, they had two kids that said so they're in their 30s. But well, that's, then my well, that's other, way over. we, we kind of got a little combination of, we got like great grandmother to our left, parents of kids, like just became grandparents, like young adult parents. There's just a lot of, a lot of combinations. So we're and right then you guys, the newlyweds. Yeah. And then newlyweds. <laughs> barely, the barely legal. Mm-hmm. So, it's good. We're happy to be here. New podcast, new house, new feel. It's good. It's real good. But, fellas, how was uh, – I, I know I'm not supposed to ask this according to Scott, but I, I was above 500 for the first time in college football. I was dancing at the 500 line, I feel like, for three weeks straight. Uh, went three and two. Jared, I'll let you do your college real quick and then – do your NFL, and then we'll get to Scotty to recap his picks. Uh, <clears throat> college, not good this week. West Virginia, bloodbath, absolutely stomped by Texas Tech. A Duke, plus eight and a half, never had it. Not quite sure what happened there. No offensive rhythm, got down early. Notre Dame was able to play free and clear, and uh, one going away. Arizona State, a little bit of a tough break uh, in that game. Starting quarterback was ruled out about 45 minutes before the kickoff. And uh, you saw that line move from ASU minus one and a half all the way up to plus five uh, by kick. So kind of a tough break there. Podcast release. I had my picks in already. Uh, and obviously that one was a loser. They actually almost squeezed it out. They almost uh, rallied back, which would have been you know far and away uh, a welcome surprise for me. Baylor. Not pretty. Got it done. I think that was probably the wrong side. Land two points with them. They won in overtime. Uh, and then Kentucky, outright loser, came out of the gates early, 13 goose, and then just melted to a bad Tennessee team uh, and gave up 17 unanswered. So uh, I was – candidly, that was probably the most surprising outcome to me there because Kentucky raced out early like I expected and then just – melted so i don't know if uh mark stoops is is sniffing the, <laughs> the uh florida, florida state, state job. job yet or not but that, that was odd to me and then uh, virginia tech easy look ahead spot at lane stadium everyone knows my affinity for justin fuente on this podcast wake has got to go play clemson next week uh and look ahead spot on the road uh that's just that's college football betting 101 right there for terms of a situational spot so Two and four, not pretty. Kind of a tough break on ASU, but uh, it's onward and uh, onward and upward. Am I talking about my NFL now? Yes, yeah, you're talking about your NFL, NFL before I talk about my bloodbath. 
<laughs> All right, I got I got to pull these up then. Hang on. Forget. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll kick. Absolutely off. unbelievable, Jerry, that you weren't prepared. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Right. I'm ready. <laughs> I just had to switch. I just had to switch screens. That's all. Oh yeah. If yeah, you're listening yeah. on one and a half X, that's going to be like a second and a half delay. You um, haven't said that in so, a while, by the way. If you remember the first season of this podcast, I think Jared said that on every single episode, every single one. Listen on one X. If you don't, you're a mush. You should be listening on one and a half X. Otherwise, you're a peasant. <laughs> or maybe two X. I've I've tried so hard to do two X, but like. Because I do most of my podcast listening while driving, it's not possible for me to process it and safely drive down the road. So I switched back to one and a half. Uh, my picks. So my picks actually in the uh, super contest, I put in the wrong number. I intended to put eight. I put seven. And uh, oh no, excuse me. This is in circa. I intended to put eight. Entered seven. I got Bucks minus four and a half as opposed to Cardinals. I agree with Scott. I feel like this is so on brand for me a thousand times over. I would have never bet on Jameis Winston. I fat fingered it. It's really all there is to it. Panthers uh, plus five and a half. I got to say, I watched quite a bit of this fourth quarter. Kyle Allen is a gamer. I am fully on the wagon if there's any room left for me. I think they're a great team with him at quarterback as opposed to Cam. This defense is fantastic. That game was ugly weather, uh, nasty. But I think I think if CMC just reaches it out at the end there, uh, it's a touchdown. But anyhow, Steelers plus three and a half. My take there really is I have not seen anything from the Los Angeles Rams offense to suggest that they can lay points on the road to anybody. I'm talking – you know, the worst of the worst outside of Miami and, say, Cincinnati. Uh, I just have not seen anything from their offense. I didn't, they had no offensive touchdowns today. Uh, I saw a little uh, graphic in the third quarter, I think it was. No offensive touchdowns on 14 straight possessions. Uh, just not a whole lot of anything. Blake, I mean, Jared Goff got $110 bucks guaranteed, and he's looked like dog shit. And there's really no other way of saying it. So until I see some improvement from him, uh, the, they will not be getting any of my money. It's an aging roster. It's an expensive roster. They're moving into a new stadium next year. Uh, I will be quite intrigued to see what happens with this uh, Los Angeles Rams team. I have Cowboys pending, and I have Seahawks pending as well. Uh, in the Super Contest, I did take Chiefs, mainly a, uh, a line play there, and uh, wound up losing that one. I can't – Tennessee, I don't – Tennessee is one of those teams I cannot get a pulse on. I, it's like I'm on them this week. They get blown out. Then I fade them, and they miracle wins. I just I can't. No read. No read on them at all. Um. So I, I thought uh, the Chiefs were going to be the most popular play, so I faded that, and I tipped my cap to myself when I was like, uh, yes, they're the most popular pick, and just root for my favorite team to to bet on the Titans and course they come through unfortunately i got nothing right this weekend saints lose outright as 13 point favorites drew Brees looked awful Bengals never a prayer they got blitzkrieged at home panthers you had a sweat um like jared said colin looked legit there was some very questionable calls jerome boger and his crew are definitely the worst crew in the nfl i don't know how they have a job they call and I remember years ago I was at a Pats Jets game and he calls the same hovering over the center, which completely changed the course of the game for the the Jets Pats, uh, and it changed the course for this game. 
So I'm not at all salty. I, like Jared, have the Cowboys and the Seahawks. The Cowboys are actually my biggest bet of the year so far in cash markets. Um, but Ooh. Jared was just telling me some of our mush friends are all over the Cowboys, so I am really, really upset. In Circa, another dumpster fire. Uh, I had Cardinals. Um, I had Cardinals. Those that were was the most Jameis thing ever. That was the most <laughs> Jameis game, and they should have won that game by probably two touchdowns. They should have. And just, and just barfed it. Uh, I mean, they Jameis. wound up winning, but... <laughs> Uh, Cardinals are my only win. Losses: Bengals, Panthers, Rams, um, and Lions, and a push on the Bills. So, tough, a pretty tough break on the Lions, though. I mean, and that's yeah. friend of the podcast, Jeff Driscoll. But that's, I don't think even to a man, Jeff's going to be like Matt Stafford. <laughs> it's just yeah. different. You're talking about a Pro Bowler, number one overall pick. The Lions moves against you, unfortunately. There, they almost did it. They almost came back. Yeah, he he actually uh, didn't look. He didn't look terrible by the end of that game. And then, you know, uh, we sh- we tweeted it out tonight. Uh, my my buddy uh, Vlad, he had a big DFS score. The reason why I bring it up is because I talked him out of another lineup and another entry we were splitting um, on DraftKings that would have cost uh, that cost me and him a hundred grand today. So it's been a rough day. <laughs> and we logged really on and I was like, uh, I talked him out of a. A Danny Dimes stack with uh, Slayton and Tate, and um, <laughs> Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. How about that game? That was, was a pinball yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a final. Thirty-four twenty-seven. Thirty-four twenty-seven. It was just it was such a sweet spot, and we I thought it was going to be uh, so. Pretty much a pretty awful day all around. Um, I wrote about it in the re- uh, in the look in the the weekend preview that uh, this is a get right weekend for me, and it wasn't. Uh, and I'm staying at one and two in the gold. Uh, I swapped out <laughs> Panthers for Cardinals, so I can still go three and two there. And if the Cowboys and Seahawks come through, but uh, as my weekend's going, I'm sure that's not going to happen. So uh, just a really, really frustrating weekend again. Just a, a you know, now I'll be up torturing myself watching the Cowboys tonight as I lay absolute wood on them. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm just hoping primetime Kirk comes through for me. That's the NFL, man. I I will say, uh, I feel like this pro um, program, the product is getting worse. Like there are so many flags being thrown, mm-hmm. and so much the, the the end of these games is shit. There's really no other way to say it. I just I hate the what the league has become. Uh, and I, I look, I'm not like the when I was a boy. It was like so. That's not who I am at all, or who I want to be. But I can't. Literally every play at the end of these because you literally weren't or a flag or it's you know, I said literally a thousand times. There's too many camera angles, but I'll tell you, you watch these games and these refs are either too old or too fat. There should be a weight limit and an age limit on on these refs <laughs> because they look like absolute clowns. Like it's it's 20 degrees and it's snowing and you have like a 70 year old line judge. I'm pretty sure that he's past his prime. Let's try to get some new blood into it. Yeah, and there's plenty of people that can do it, do the job. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go after the officials just because it's been a rough day. But uh, <laughs> I think that, the, I mean, just watching some of these calls that are made, I think they're just, they're, it's an it's an issue that needs to be addressed. So I think that you should have full-time officials. You should have, you know, 
you should churn the referees. I don't know what the the review process is on blown calls on Mondays, right. but what they should have is Roger Goodell on the phone with tape of all the officials, and this is how you blew every call. It's like Festivus and how you failed the NFL this weekend for the dumb, dumb, dumb calls you've made over the past <laughs> like what, like what uh, Chris Long is on the Rosilla podcast every Monday, and he talks about how Belichick just gets everyone in the whole room and just roasts everybody on film. Like that's that's what Goodell should do on a conference call. Mm-hmm. People are di- dialing in from their uh, corner office of their law firm. Yep. <laughs> He's just cooking them on Monday at like 10:30 a.m. <laughs> I th- I think that's a, I think the rules creates this. I think the referees actually do a pretty good job of regulating the game by the rules that have been created by the players union and the NFL. I think I think it's a rules problem as opposed to a refereeing problem. I wish I took a picture of that breakdown of because uh, the NBA is now having those issues as well with the the challenge of a call on the court or on the on the field and I think it's you have a 60% chance of the play being overturned if you challenge it in the first quarter and it goes down at least 15 to 20% each quarter as the game goes on which I thought find interesting because now all these coaches are like I'm not even going to challenge because it's going to I'm going to lose a timeout mm-hmm. and a part of me thinks it that these officials are going to the re, the replay or you know to review it and are seeing it and going you know maybe that's a pi but i'm sticking with the call on the field because these jerkwads voted for me to have to do this during a game so i'm just going to stick it to them where i can was it uh, was it marone last week or two weeks ago that like tilt reviewed or tilt challenged like two yeah. plays in three yeah. minutes yeah. cost his team two timeouts yeah. basically cost him like an opportunity to get the ball back at the end of the game because he just flipped out and was like eh. challenge <laughs> so two things one now i remember why i shouldn't bet on jason garrett because he just had him brett maher kick a 57 yard field goal uh, in the first quarter Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant coaching. And then second, I remember I had the biggest jinx today. I've been betting against the Saints all year, <laughs> and I've been betting on the Falcons all year. So what do I do? I bet on the Saints against the Falcons, and what happens? <laughs> Falcons went out right as the I, underdogs. All right, so I have a confession because it was already too deep in the weeds. I was listening to the podcast around noon today, and I heard Scott – like as I turned it off, what Scott was saying was, "I've been wrong on the Saints all year, fading, 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 and now I'm hopping back on them." Just like, oh no, this doesn't end. This doesn't end well. You gotta tell me ahead of time, man. Well, I know. I just listened to the by. It was at like noon Eastern today. All the picks were in, but I, uh, I didn't think they would win that game. No way. What was the final twenty? Oh. I mean, they beat them by two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, Where the hell did that come from? Where did that come from? Yeah. I... The nine from from New Orleans is more shocking to me than Atlanta scoring 23. I mean, you look at the players on that offense, it's like no one should be surprised that they're scoring in the 20s. But uh, New Orleans with a nine-burger, yikes. I'm still buying that team hard. How about the AFC uh, South? Who wants to win that dumpster fire? Colts losing to the Dolphins? Yeah. Yikes. Fitzmagic, baby. 
I really uh, the guy's am- amazing. You know, Scott, I think you brought up a valid point about this this Sunday night game, and it's a storyline nobody's talking about. But Dan Bailey going home. I mean, come on, guys. Oh, yeah, you're Dan Bailey revenge game. How did I overlook that? Yeah. Major, <laughs> major uh, betting implications there. Dan Bailey revenge game. He'll kick a fifty-seven yarder now for the win, just to yeah. just to screw with Jerry. Just really torture me, <laughs> Scott. Scott, did you watch? So going back to college, there's no uh, simple transition to this. Did you watch any LSU Alabama, Scott? I actually watched a lot of it. Watched a lot of it. Um, Joe Burrow, stud, just won the Heisman Trophy yesterday. Definitely, free. he definitely just in. won it, right? Yeah. yeah. What could he do to not win it at this point? They'd have to lose twice, which they won't. They got to play Arkansas, who just fired their coach. Did they really? Stinks. Yeah. He go. Wow. Oh, what did I say? Arkansas or Ole Miss? Having amnesia. You Arkansas said Arkansas. Fired their co- yeah, Arkansas yeah. fired the coach. Old, so who, play who Ole Miss, will they play in the Texas. SEC championship? Georgia. Oh, wow. Which I don't think Georgia's that good. Actually, uh, alert to the listeners here, Auburn catching three. I can tell you right now, I will be on Auburn this week plus the three at home yes. against Georgia. I have been extremely underimpressed uh, by this Georgia offense, and our defense is, I'm, I'm telling you, elite level. Uh, and I don't think you'll see a whole lot of scoring from uh, from the Georgia Bulldogs team in Jordan Air this weekend. But sad Z's, I will not be there. I'll actually be at a wedding. But uh, you'll be in a wedding. <sighs> That's a bad beat. Yes, right, right. Don't bad look beat, now, but, but Vikings are about to score. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm watching. Let's, I was like, don't, don't, don't let him teeter. He's, I'll tell he's you, reeling. Just, oh, wow, he's man. reeling. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I I hit a couple uh, big uh, plays today in cash, so actually made money this weekend. But uh, you know, super contest is just cooked at this point. Pretty much, I'm staying at 24 and 24, and looking looking like the Cowboys are about to lose this one. Well, I mean, I just don't like. I think Scott and I have had, and Mike and I have had conversations about this offline. Like, the contest is very hard to win, and I think is going to get harder to win going forward, because I've I've used this example. There's how many people are in the contest, Scott? Do you know off the top of your head? Thirty-seven hundred. Thirty-five hundred. Okay, if you line up thirty-five hundred people in a row, and have them flip coins. This is week nine times five would be 45 games and flip coins 45 times. The probability that one or a few of those people have 42, 43, 41 heads is actually fairly substantial. So, you know, it's going to get more and more difficult to be extremely successful in these things. Um, Yeah, you just got to look at, hey, how, you know, are you able to pick winners at a rate that's sustainable and you can win money over time? I'll tell you just, the uh, the leaders got cooked today. They uh, they were all over the Chiefs and I think they were on the Saints, but they they both had big they had rough days themselves. So, um, you know, so, this is a makeup weekend because Vegas made a lot of money this weekend. I think. So, Scott, I'll I'll turn that into a question. And since you were at the top there, uh, which also Kyle Rudolph probably had one of the best catches of the year just now. If you're watching Sunday Night Football. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm alive. I'm live doing this game because I'm so... just so, open up those wounds, Scott. Mike has got the salt shaker. No, it's alright. Ready, ready I deserve it. I deserve it. Jeez. I'm not trying to do insult to injury. Scott just knows that I'm a Vikings fan and I have to be happy. I put up with the Kirk Cousins just 
shit talk all year, okay? Just let me have this one moment, this one shining moment. But um, I'll, I'll parlay that into a question for you, Scott. Since you were you know, one of those guys that were at the top of the table last year, did being at the top change how you played games? Like Because like you said, they were going pretty much chalk with what you would say Joe Public was doing, going with the Saints – with the Chiefs, did you try and play a few more of those games so that if those missed, majority of the people missed with you? No, I was. Uh, uh, my approach did not change at the end of last year. I was trying to to fade those really popular plays, and for the most part, I was doing a pretty good job. So, um, and that's really what I strive for this year. And I'm just I, this year, this weekend was uh, an exception, but maybe I should have been more in the the public because all I had was losers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, really my goal is every week to try to fade what, yeah, that's what, exactly why I didn't have the chiefs this weekend. It was such a juicy line for people to hop on it. And, you know, we talked about it earlier in the year when it was uh, Cleveland at the jets Monday night football, and it was Darnold alpha with mono. And even though it was such a clear shot for the, the Browns to scoop a W you just want to fade those games because you know so many people are going to be on them. So that's definitely the approach. And even at, even when I was in the lead last year, I didn't want any pieces of those uh, really popular games because um, I just thought it was the correct strategy for the, for the contest. Yeah, that's. I think I feel like that's probably the most proud thing that I have about this show is it's like we have our process, we have our thought process, we stick to it. And that's how the plays come out each week. It's not like dancing around and just shooting from the hip. There's a thought process to get to where we ultimately wind up at. And then, you know, what I always say about baseball, the round ball, it's a round bat. You got 22 dudes running around with an off-ball. It's a leather. Like, it's, yeah, there's a thousand things that can happen. And sometimes the ball is going to bounce one way versus the other. Look at, as an example, look at the, Look at the Panthers-Packers game tonight. If they don't have that penalty, they probably kick a field goal. They up, they go up 11 instead of 8, and that touchdown becomes against a prevent defense, and they cover the number. So, you know, it's there's little things inside of the game, and I don't want to go full like Ashton Kutcher butterfly effect here, but there's small instances that significantly affect not necessarily the outcome of a game, but certainly against the spread uh, and, and, you know, just the way the numbers all shake out. Um over the course of a season, you hope that that benefits you, but it's hard to predict in any one week and any, certainly any one game. Yeah. I, I agree. Until. It's true. We got our formula. We stick to it. And guess what? Sometimes you get kicked to the nuts, but I feel like for the most part, we've, uh, sometimes you pick 80%. So yeah, I mean, exactly. it's like, what do you, what do you want? It's a box of chocolates. In the words of old Forrest Gump. Fellas, why don't you give me an update on the, uh, on the fantasy? Uh, ooh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm still in the lead. I was, I was, I was far ahead. <laughs> Scott just fires off the. I'm definitely in first place. Uh, yeah, because Jared's up. never done anything like that before. Oh, still in first place. Would you, would you Jared, look at that? You're creeping up behind me. I'm in second by 66 points. Uh, still have heard nothing from any of these people. Jeff, I'm like, come on, guys. We're putting it out there. I'm pretty impressed that we're both in uh, first and second. Well, I mean, we got we have to show some level of expertise if we're going to be the, the talent on the podcast. <laughs> well, we finished top five in the bowl pick'em too, didn't we, Jared? Yeah, I mean, like I, you know, 
Uh, we kind of know what we're doing. I'm not just <laughs> shooting from the hip here. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick them. I'm pretty excited about. We'll definitely do that again this Let's year. Some big games. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Even I'll get in the mix in that. I know uh, that is pure flipping coins, but maybe I can get a hot. If uh, <laughs> things start to shake out the way they're looking like they're shaking out, uh, that Gophers, Gophers Tigers lineup in Orlando could be possible. That would be great. Be unbelievable. I'd love to see what some people would wear. <laughs> <laughs> one, one person, one person in particular. Yes. Um, I, well, he's probably thinking they're going to go to the Rose Bowl because if they so awesome. if they get to Indy, they get to Indy, they're they'll going get to the Rose Bowl. by Ohio State, and then they go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Ohio State's really good. Ohio State's favored by fifty over State University of New Jersey this week. Yuck. Oh. Yuck. In conference, 50 points. 50 burger. Or sluckers. <laughs> They're oh, yikes. They are not good at all. No, that's bad. This is this is prime time for college. Like this is the best. The next three weeks are the best of the year, in my opinion. Outside non playoff. Uh these are the best three weeks coming up. Yeah, I had uh I had the great case scenario of betting my gut. And not listening to my heart, and my heart ended up being right. So it's one of those where it makes it a little bit easier to swallow. Uh, Morgan proved me wrong at the quarterback position. I mean, he played absolutely lights out against that Penn State defense. Uh, yeah, he looked good. I watched a lot of that game too. Yeah, uh, I was really impressed with Minnesota. Look at you, Scott. Saturday. Let me tell you, it was a nice, the hours. It was a nice relaxing weekend. I uh, consumed a lot of football. Um, most of it, uh, just shaking my head at my stupidity, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, that tweet was good gonna... today, Scott. That was a very yeah. hip tweet with the GIF. You that like was, that? Yeah, the GIF was good, man. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it a GIF? You always get on me about yeah. that. I know. <laughs> it came out. I, I had to change it immediately. <laughs> um, Jerry, you want to go into why we're taking Seattle tomorrow? Yeah, well, make sure right. you're going to Monday Night Football. Make sure your Seattle shirts are uh, clean for tomorrow, boys. Oh, yeah. Got a big one. Catching six. Uh, I think this is divisional game. I'm going to continue to fade the 49ers. I have been all year, much to my chagrin. Uh, I just think I really have been signif- really, really impressed with uh, Russell Wilson this season. Tyler Lockett, that combination is deadly. Jimmy G, uh, again, I just think it's too many points. I made the line three. I certainly think, based on how they've played this year, that San Francisco should be favored. Uh, but again, I've said it before. Seattle is a team that I'm going to look to play on on the road when they're getting more points than they probably should and play against when they're at home and laying high single-digit numbers, six, seven, or eight. So uh, I think the defense is quality. I think they're going to be in games. The Seattle coaching staff has finally figured out we have arguably the best quarterback in the league. Just give the guy the ball and let him do his thing. Uh, and that has been, I think that was week five or six, I saw that seminal shift uh, from that coaching staff. And, and really, like I said, have looked to play uh, Seattle at, call it minus three, minus four, or less, all the way over to the plus side of the ledger uh, since then, and have been uh, pretty successful doing so. Yeah, um, for me, I think it's just too many points to lay to one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. Um, I thought that 
there was a concern for Kittle being out this game. Uh, I think he affects not only the the pass game but the run game for them. Uh, I think it's 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 a great pickup for the the Niners to get both of their tackles back. But I think uh, Sands Kittle, you're really only hoping to really get the ball to Emmanuel Sanders in the secondary where the Seahawks get beat. Um, so I'll take the I'll take the home or I'll take the divisional dog get getting more than a field goal with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and not too much uh, logic beyond that for this one. Um, and it will definitely be a part of my new favorite Monday, Thursday, Sunday teaser, three team, 10 point teaser, which spiked again. Oh yeah. I like those. I like those juicy. You got to send those out. I'm going to start sending those out on Mondays after I book it, but it will definitely be Seattle plus 16 on the first leg. I was looking ahead to the Thursday game, and it's Brown Steelers. It will definitely be an under 51 on that one, and then I'm deciding on the Sunday leg. But uh, I, you, can I op- you can leave open legs on teasers. Yeah, yeah. So, if, so for those of you who uh, have questions about that, Either DM us or uh, just go in there and usually if you click teaser, it'll give you open as an option. So you can say, all right, I want to, I know I want Seattle, but I don't know who I want the other two or three, four, whatever teams to be. You just hit open and then progress from there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that, those uh, Monday, Thursday, Sunday specials have been uh, coming in the past few weeks. So hopefully continue to have that come in. Uh, and then, yeah, hopefully next weekend uh, we can uh, make hay, I, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but be on the lookout. Keep keep your eyes peeled for the uh, Twitter notifications about any Maction plays Ooh. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, boys and girls, because we've been cashing a couple tickets. Maction's back. It's great. Uh, so now you football seven days a week. The... <laughs> The uh, stadium at Kalamazoo was uh, a little empty on Wednesday night. Dude, it's so brutal. Oh. As you see there's like there's like 650 people in the stands. It's like, why are they doing this? Because they, <laughs> they can't be, TV. be making money. But it has to be that TV. They're definitely making money from TV. Yeah, the TV is where all the money is. They aren't getting any. They're like, whether we get 2,000 people here on a Saturday, or we'd rather get 650 on a miserable Wednesday night. And just get that TV money, baby. Well, what I want to know, like, okay, if you're a student and there's a game on Wednesday night. I'm not going. Like, why? Why am I not going? Sounds like a great reason to turn up on a Wednesday night. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like you don't go to Western Michigan for football. That's true. That's that's fair. If, If you're a student that really wants to go to big football games, you go to... Either obviously Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, 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 yeah, or you could even, I mean, I'd say Central Michigan is a bigger football program, Eastern Michigan, and then Western Michigan. Like, yeah, reflect. Reflecting on my Auburn career, we never went to basketball games, and that was on Saturday. Yeah, well, ever they were so bad. That's true. Not anymore though. Yeah, it's competing. There's other things going on. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I just saw the Kyle Rudolph touchdown catch. That is right. That is beautiful. That right. is not primetime Kirk. I'm accustomed to seeing. That's he drop. Did he drop a dime or did uh did Rudolph? He jumped past and then Rudolph hauled it in with one hand. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a Tebow. 
He hit him with the Tebow. Ugh. Um, but fellas, so draft.com promo code pigskin junkies. No spaces, no underscore, just pigskin junkies. Uh, please continue to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. I know we had two new uh, reviews. Uh, Ooh, nice. Rates are still going up, which is much appreciated. Truthfully, we don't care what rating you give us. Just give us a rating uh, that helps. Honesty is the best policy. Exactly. We've got a four and a three star on there. We appreciate it. Hey, the, the guy who gave us a three star rating left a comment too. And I mean, I think it's because of my music, say? but you know, it's oh, okay. Oh, is that the guy that said he hates the intro music? Yeah. You hurt my feelings a little bit, but <laughs> it's okay. I got to listen 40 to minutes of free money, but you have to listen to uh, 12 seconds of ear scratching intro music, dude. Well, that's his. his it's his, awesome his, music. I don't know what you're talking about. His beef is we're not getting 80%. We're getting 60% instead of 80%. So <laughs> we're not literally picking every single game correct, which I know is absolutely astounding to think of. But, hey, we appreciate the honesty. What's the best policy? And we're trying. If we could pick 100%, we wouldn't tell you the right answers anyway. We'd save that for ourselves because we're selfish. Yeah. I'd be on my boat. In the Bahamas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Printing my own money. Thank you very much. Fellas, you got anything else you want to add about from football this weekend? No. 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 Scott doesn't I'm want to talk about this weekend, weekend ever again. <laughs> I'm on yeah, we're, on, we're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. Somebody, somebody call Suicide Hotline for Scott. <laughs> Just put him on watch. Yeah, please. <laughs> Take away all fine. sharp objects. He's got there. <laughs> We'll just get him some Indiana popcorn. He'll be good to go. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I have a bag. I, I was feasting into that earlier today. White cheddar. Just get you a Mountain Dew, Scotty. The yeah. elixir of, of life. Just get All right. A, get a do. But, hey, Junkies, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to end this show, for me at least, with a wonderful signature sign-off from our boy PJ Fleck. Roll the boat, Scotty, Ma, go Gophers. <laughs> Detective McNulty. What? Suck the tape. <laughs>